All right, thank you for joining us. This is Stark and Swint. I'm Kyle Swint, and this is Starky Ryan, and we're going to be giving you three Christmas movies that you must watch. However, they are not your traditional Christmas movies, so there's not going to be any Charlie Brown Christmas, no Frosty the Snowman. This is three films that we think you must watch during the Christmas season. We got one pick from me, we got one from Ryan, and then we also have one that we both agreed on. Now we're going to get into it with my pick right now. We got Love Actually. And when we talk about Love Actually, I tried to split it up into three different scenes that really just were my favorite of the entire movie. We have the porno romance. What do you think about that, Ryan? So, one, it wasn't really a porno, but um, not that there's anything wrong with that. As it just so happens, I married a famous porn star. But if she ever <laughs> found out, she'd kill me. <laughs> um, so, anyway... <clears throat> I think that the guy who was in the sex scenes in the movie, uh, he is also the Hobbit, so kind of weird to fall in love with the Hobbit. Honestly, I mean, we have this, they're finally feeling each other out, and they're talking to her, having this conversation while they're literally being filmed. He, she's pretending to give him oral sex, and he's pretending to have sex with her. It's just a really awkward situation. Like, how do you, like, open up to someone you're just now meeting while they're dicks in your face, but... That's it. But we also have I'm loving my best friend's wife. It's a great icebreaker, you know. <laughs> Honestly. Hope it's not cold in the room, though. Oh, gosh. And then we also have Andrew Lincoln's scene in this movie where he's in love or loving on his best friend's wife, whom he just filmed their wedding. And then we <clears throat> later see the film that he recorded and find out that he was just zooming in on her face the entire time. Like, what happens if your best friend's like, hey, bro, I know you got the clip. Let me see it real quick. What do you say? <laughs> like, what do you think about that? Um, I think, you know, it, it was a whole weird situation. You know, you got freaking Rick from The Walking Dead, who's in love with his best friend's wife, who's Kira Knightley. So she's kind of hot. I can kind of give him a pass on that. But at the same time, I mean, you know, I think I, the one thing I don't like about this movie is that you know, his best friend, you know, misses the whole spirit of Christmas. Okay, yes, I get it. His best friend is in love with his wife, but why, that is no excuse. Christmas is the time of the year when the dog gives the mailman back his pants. Okay, and I mean, it's a time of love and sharing. And, you know, we're all just time to be all one big happy family and, you know, make a family. And he could have shared his wife, I'm just saying. Well, I don't agree with that, but... Rose before hose. Oh, my goodness. And then we also have the eight-year-old who swears that he's in love with this other girl in his school, which I think is one of my favorite scenes from the entire movie. We have this eight-year-old at the very end running up to her, going past security guards, dashing down the hallway. We don't know what's going to happen to him, but he gets to her, and then we see that he, she also reciprocates his love. And I just think it's one of the most beautiful moments in the entire movie. What do you think about that? That scene is one of the reasons that Love Actually is one of the five movies guaranteed to make me cry. But that's a list for another day. All right. Now we're going to take a look at the one movie that we both agreed on, Die Hard by Bruce Willis. Now, most people will... It's kind of a controversial topic. I Many, think it's a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie and it is the greatest Christmas movie ever made, hands down. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I no, agree. Nothing says Christmas... Like, killing a bunch of terrorists, you know, going and freaking 
throwing people off of buildings, blowing stuff up, especially FBI agents, because, I mean, nobody likes those guys. And, I mean, it's just a great movie all the way around. It's just, I love it. He puts a Santa hat on the guy that he kills in a really brutal way. I mean, it's, I just think it's a classic. It is absolutely classic. Yeah, Die Hard is a really great movie. I like a lot of the elements they put in this. But I know many people mainly were just... They don't agree with it only because they feel like our argument is only it's around Christmas time. That's the only reason it's a Christmas movie. Killing terrorists has nothing to do with the Christmas spirit. But as you clearly just said, sharing is caring in this movie. The big thing about Die Hard, though, is that most people don't think it's a Christmas movie. And that's the thing. It is a Christmas movie. I don't know why people don't understand that. It begins with Christmas music. It ends with Christmas music. It, you know, it's just lots of... He has so many bullets. He has so much guns and hatred and anger. And, you know, it, like I said, Christmas is a time of sharing. And, you know, he shares those things with his enemies. And that's what the whole point of Christmas is all about. Shit. You know, yes, loving your enemies and, you know, giving them... I believe it was the Dal Dalai Lama who said that you should let your enemies... You know, aim for center mass when you have a gun. Aim for center mass because it lets your enemies air out, you know, their inner energies that are evil and dark. Let them air out those chakras, and that's good for them. And I think Die Hard just really captures that beautiful and glorious essence. Well, I think the reason I think this movie's a great Christmas movie is we see this Christmas time clip where we have Bruce Willis and his wife. When he starts off, he's going to her Christmas party, and then at the very end, we see them finally get back together. And I just think it's a really beautiful moment, which is the main reason I like this movie so much. Not merely because terrorists were dying left and right. But he's although an awesome guy. Why did she leave him in the first place? Yeah, I mean, but he was really kind of arrogant at the very beginning. These hoes ain't loyal. <laughs> but then we see gradually throughout the movie that he becomes more understanding and accepting. Now, we have Ryan's movie, Starky Ryan. We got... The Passion of the Christ. I think it's a great movie. I don't, would never have put it in the Christmas list. Well, that's because, you know, you lack the vision. You, you lack the perspective. See, Christmas is all about, you know, it's, it's about the life of Christ, right? Remember, it's the birth of Christ, whatever. And really, birth is about life. So, you know, this is about the life of Christ, simultaneously the end of his life. But what does that matter? He is tortured. He is beaten. He is crucified. He is killed. And it is beautiful and it is brutal. I love it. And that is what Christmas is all about. Yes, he shared his blood for all of humankind. I mean, that's what it's all about. I say this on all three movies. Love is about sharing. Share. Share your blood. Share your bullets. Share your wife. It's all... Uh, it's, share it's, your wife. Well, um, not mine, but... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I just don't... I don't... I would definitely not put this on the list. I mean, we have Christ going through the streets, being whipped vigorously while he's carrying his cross. We have Christ being... this The flesh literally ripped off his body by some sadistic Roman people who just don't... They don't even really care about this point. Like we have just Pontius Pilate. We have Pontius Pilate who literally doesn't even want this man dead. But then all his underlings are like real sadist about just torturing this one man so they can just go home and tell their wives, Hey, look what I did for today, honey. Oh my gosh, this is so great. Kyle, I'm, like, I'm already sold on it. You don't have to sell me on it anymore. Good lord. Oh my gosh. 
See, the other thing about Passion of the Christ, okay, is, like, it brings a whole, it captures a whole different mood. You know, typically, like, all right, once you hit, like, I'm pretty sure it's August or something, the stores start going ahead and they start playing freaking Christmas music. Christmas stuff starts showing up in stores. And it's like, dude, it's not even fucking Halloween yet. Like, give me a break. I just don't understand that. But... Anyway, so it captures a whole new mood because Christmas is always happy. You got little green elves running around, you know, just a bunch of, like, looking like a bunch of rug, rug rats and crib midgets. And, you know, let's not forget, forget his diapers. death. Let's not forget his death is in April. But The I movie mean, takes place in April. But it's about his life, and that is, you know, that is what Christmas is all about. And, that, and it captures a whole new mood. But his life of, also took place during the other 11 months of the year. It captures a whole new mood of Christmas. Which is just, you know, it is, yes, I get it. It's the dark and it's depressing, but that's what Christmas really is. <laughs> it's really dark and depressing. Yeah, oh. it's a blizzard. Well, it's light and depressing. Snow is white. White is light. Oh, my. Well, I, thank you guys for listening to our top three must-see Christmas movies, although the last one, I think a lot of us would agree, does not need to be on this list. And but that's nonetheless, why most people are crazy. <laughs> nonetheless, thank you for coming to watch Stark and Swint. And you have a great Christmas, and we hope you enjoy some of the movies that we have listed. Have a good one.